Welcome to the Point After Show with Kyle Maurer, Marshall Heslaw, and Ian DeWitt. This is the show where the guys attempt to pick the winners of the weekly NFL games along with some healthy debate about current topics. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. How are we doing, guys? Good energy today? We have energy. Let's go. We got it. There's energy. It exists in time and space. I know. Between Speaking of time. It's bittersweet. Time travel for the new Deadpool movie. Oh. Right. Already people speculating about, because the Deadpool 2, spoiler alerts at this point, guys. If you haven't seen that movie. Oh, I thought you were going to do No, go ahead. Yeah. Let's hear it. So, so at the, remember, at the end of Deadpool 2, uh-huh. they did... They had uh, what are you doing? You're time doing- travel? No, they, they they yeah he went backwards in time and he like fixed some things. Mm-hmm. Killed Ryan Reynolds when he was reading the Green Lantern. Yeah, he did script. all these things and then I don't the preview had the TVA yep, yep. coming mm-hmm. in okay. and they think that they're actually going to use his little like fuck arounding in time travel. Your explanation like- made my brain go. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being <laughs> sarcastic right now. That's pretty cool. Well, now that the football season is over, it, it's 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 funny that today in our other group text, yeah, it's yeah. basically our group text plus Anthony. Yes, we but we are in a different group text. Is not about football. It's, it's true. Strictly totally no football. Our nerd herd text chat. That's right, nerd herd. Uh, Anyone who knows what Nerd Herd, where that came from, by the way. No idea. What? You don't know where Nerd Herd came from? Just tell us. Chuck. What's Chuck? That's a show you and Anthony like, though. Yeah, it was a show that me and Anthony watched. Okay. I thought it was Chuck. from that weird show you like, Aunt Kyle. What's that one that you tried to get me to stop, watch? Stop, anyway, Firefly go. is a great show. No, no, no. Who has another show <laughs> Fire- that like, I he enjoyed watches. Firefly. Uh, but Flight of the, the Concords is also Oh, that's it. That's the that's one. legendary, that and I will is. not have you disrespect <laughs> it on a show that I'm a part of. I agree. So, anyways, okay. yeah. what were we talking about? I forgot. So the question to our listeners, would you listen to us talk about... Oh, uh, yeah, The Nerd Herd, where it came from. Yeah. Chuck Okay, is a show. This is like a secret agent show. Okay. He's like a, he's like a, like a... He works for The Nerd Herd, which is basically like Geek Squad. That's okay. like what the name of it is. Oh, okay, right, yeah, yeah. yeah, and he works for it, and then he gets dragged into the super, like super agency spy world. That's about it. Secret. Oh, okay. Agent man. Okay, that's <laughs> wild thing. Do you got a question of the day for us, funny. Kyle? But, uh, the question to the listeners is: Would you listen to oh. us talk about uh, non-football things like, uh, like uh, superhero stuff and nerdy movies? Because uh, there's a there's an inclination to use our pod space in the off season for other. Interests of ours. Gosh, what if you know how it's like week, you know, sixteen, week eighteen of on the pod. If what if it just said like a random like, let's talk about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. 100%. <laughs> I know for real. What would our listeners write in? Who do you think would win in a fight? Five hundred orcs or Gimli with the axe? Right. Uh, yeah. My axe. Well, you know, never even. Would you do this pod? By the way, you never answered. I was in the middle of something today. Yes, I would do it. I would. I mean, yeah, I could. Yeah, it's, fine. it's fine. I'm just asking. Talk about anything. We could get yeah, a, other voices on the pod. Every, I don't know, want other it. people. Well, <laughs> come on, Anthony said he wanted. Oh to do yeah, it. Anthony. But he's part of the. We nerd have herd. four mics. We're not just like letting people. Last person we let in like was you, and it. Never mind. <laughs> Rude. Wow. Rude. It's taken him like eight years to watch some of these movies. I've been thinking about something, you guys. And I, so the question for you. Oh, we get a question. Yeah. And I want you to be sincere, but also nice. Um, this is difficult. Am I a bad sports fan? <laughs> a bad, 
What? Ian, you go first. <laughs> why, why? Let me first, explain. Yeah, I, was like, I feel like I need more here. Let me explain. I don't really talk about this sort of thing very much, other than in like a joking manner. Uh, so, so, so there are two. There are two things that I think um, are problematic about my sports fandom, and I think that uh, I kind of keep these realities to myself because I think that they're taboo or unpopular or just I think the general consensus is that it is wrong to be this way or ah. to look at things this way. Yes. Your average sports fan would probably chastise me for having such an attitude. So I kind of keep it to myself, but we're, I feel like I'm in a safe space. Okay. I can confess to you guys, but okay. Two, there are two things. First, I am not monogamous in my fandom. I feel like I've, I've heard you've gotten I've around. Heard. So you under, you understand that. You've I joke had, about being promiscuous here. You've but, had boners for other teams. Right, right. But I feel like it, it's it's kind of, you're supposed, yes, yes, yes. You're supposed to have one team. Yeah. All right? You're supposed yeah. to have your team. That, sure. That's what that's a question people ask. But when I say that I like multiple teams, like that seems like that's kind of a problem. And if I like cheer for the Lions, it raises an eyebrow. Because you're traditionally known as a Packers I fan. I am a Packers true. fan. True, right, true, right, true. right. Like I have been for a very long time. Long enough. Long enough, I think that it's okay, and uh, but to like multiple teams or cheer for multiple teams, even several, seems like that's kind of questionable behavior for a sports <laughs> fan, and like You're, looked down upon. I, I, so because I'm. Not. Did you say two things by the way? Mm -hmm. That was the first. What's the second? Okay, yeah. I want to make sure both of these are out. Yeah, yeah, no, I got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The second is, uh, how do I put it? I, I don't really, at least to the same extent that most people do, I don't look at everything as zero-sum. All right? It's, it, it's, I think it's a problem, and I think other people are maddened by it if I bring it up. Uh, but Like what? I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Um, where the... the Generally, it's understood that you're nothing unless you have the trophy. Mm. You're uh, nothing without the trophy. It's all it's all for nothing without the trophy. Total wash. Total rings. Like, you're, so you're not no that, rings. You're not that. Way. I generally don't feel this way, and I feel like I, a weight is lifted. I'm getting this <laughs> off my chest here, honestly. But like, so if you don't win the Lombardi, you're like, it's okay. Yeah, kind of, kind of, yeah. And I generally like. Go ahead, Ian. I hate, I hate <laughs> takes that are like, oh, lost the big game. He sucks. Like, what a loser because he lost the Super Bowl. Sucks. So like, like, super bowel. I, I, I kind of roll my eyes and think that those are among the dumbest sports takes that exist. Uh, but that, but then I hold back on this because I think it's, it's very, it's like antithetical to being a sports fan and to being a podcaster <laughs> you have to you have to buy into this this uh this this narrative that nothing matters without the trophy it's all it's all stupid your career is a waste if you don't have rings so this is before ian goes like we're gonna have the very like analytical conversation right now and we're going to be like sophisticated and then we're going to go right into talking about how Purdy choked. So go ahead, Ian. <laughs> so here's, you and me are kind of opposites then because I'm very monogamous in my fandom. 
Uh, I'm like, I tried to roll my. I will watch. <laughs> I, it's Michigan in college, and I don't really like in college. I'm a little bit more like you know, like it's okay, like I'm all right. But I will generally like it's Michigan, and then it's very overwhelmingly just the Lions for me. That's and great. And then That's individual great. players, I will like cheer for, and I, I like like watching certain teams. Like I like the Rams. I will cheer for the Rams, but I will like you know I don't care if the Rams lose. I don't care sure, if they win. Sure. I don't have any feelings. It can change season to season, a right? Bit. I like the big reason I like the Rams is because Stafford's over there, and I still like Stafford, right? So I don't think there's anything wrong. People enjoy sports in different ways. I think it's okay. It's an individual thing. What I will say though, the thrill. Of being a monogamous, a monogamier, of like a Lions fan. <laughs> okay, okay. I feel okay. like when the Lions, <laughs> I don't even know this word. I feel like a monogamer, a monogamizer. It is enemy. <laughs> I felt like this year, for example, when the Lions got to the NFC Championship game, it was just more. I think it's just more when you have been following that team like for so long for them to finally get to that point the feeling you get when they get there and they win it's it's 10 times better than oh yeah I like Arizona this year I'm kind of pulling for them like I like Kyler I like what they're doing yeah undeniable of course of course so the more invested you are the more you care right I don't think there's anything wrong with the way you I don't think you're a bad sports fan because sometimes that's, I mean, sports in general, like you just like watching the games. You want I, I to like watch the stories. I you really like, the, like stories. to follow the story. I get invested in the storylines. Right. I don't think you're a bad fan, is what I'm saying. Be nice. Be nice. I feel Am like I, up? I feel like you're gonna lay it. First of all, how can you sit here and say here that is. you don't care about the championship and then text us that you were crying when Michigan won a championship and it's the first college football game you've seen all year? Well, that. Thank you. That uh, you're misconstruing exactly what I'm saying because I'm not trying to. I'm not you just to said the championship doesn't matter. Didn't say that. Didn't be, say that. It's gonna be a spicy podcast. Uh, like, <laughs> we drove separately. We're good. <laughs> um, so the that's the championship first matters take. a lot. The championship well, is, is is enormous. It's like, it, it, you this said is it's what, no sum. All, it's so huge. like, it's no, huge. I did not. No, you're 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 taking the opposite of what sum. I said you're and you're putting sum. those words. I said it's not zero sum, or at least I struggle to like really get on board with the it's all zero sum uh, mentality, and like because I am still really pleased. When a team overachieves and accomplishes great things, even if it's short of a trophy. I think those, now that I'm listening to you talk about this more, I think those two things go, like, the reason you don't think it's that big of a deal when a team doesn't get the trophy is because you like just all these other teams, and you're just kind of happy for the storylines. If you are a Niners fan, right? They just lost. (laughs) They have been... Building towards getting this Super Bowl for the first time in almost 28 years, 30 years since mm-hmm. the last time they won. If you're a Niners fan, that's kind of like a big deal that you haven't got Come it, on. especially Agreed. because you just got to the Super Bowl. This is your second one in the last, what, five years? You've been in the AFC Championship game a couple times now. 
You've been on the cusp of this Super Bowl win. This was supposed to be their year. Now they're chokers. This was supposed to be it for them. See, like, that, I would, if I'm a Niners that's fan. That's what I find to be like the dumbest take. If I'm a Niners fan, I'm waking up this morning and I'm like, damn, this sucks because that team is not guaranteed to stay this way. Right? It's not right. like s- some other teams out there. Like the Lions. At least the Lions. They're a Pro Bowl team, come, you know, disguised as an NFL team. Yeah. So not winning the Lombardi is kind of underachieving. Right. And how many of those, and I actually, I don't know the like the answer to this question. This would be something to look into, but how many of those guys are going to be free agents next year? How many of them are they going to have to pay? A right? few. A like, few. Are Enough they that it's going to change their team. Are, yeah. Are they going to be able to keep everyone together? Because yeah. for the Niners, I think they might be thinking like, oh man, like uh, this went, like this team was supposed to be it. We might not have Fred Warner for long. Bosa, we're going to have to pay. McCaffrey. It's going to be different. It'll be to answer your question, Kyle, you are a strange fan. A bad fan, I don't know. As like, I don't have an NFL team. Like, I don't. I have players I root for, but I don't. And you have stories, but like, you also have teams. That would be like me as a Notre Dame fan, also rooting for USC. Like you rooting for Packers and Lions. In my traditional head, it makes no sense. It does. Like, I understand the complexity in that. I really think you're trying to, like, you know, keep your third eye open with, like, our, like, you're a very sophisticated football fan, like, that you can, you know, like these two things that no one else can do. You have that sophisticated. (laughs) You know uh, what he is. He's two things at once. Thank you. <laughs> two things at once. Uh, oh, Travis Kelsey. Can I tell? <laughs> can I give you? Can you give you an example that really? I think ex- this exemplifies the the attitude that I have. Aaron Rodgers leaves the Packers. There was a lot of commentary at the time. Like I, I subscribe to Packers newsletters. You know, I read a lot of Packers related stuff. I'm a, I'm a loyal, invested fan. Sure. And the prevailing there, there was. I wouldn't say there's a prevailing sentiment, but there's a common sentiment that I saw expressed. And it was one that was very negative. One that was like, thank goodness, he's gone. Moving on. The, won't be missed. Uh, yada, yada. I do understand these perspectives, but I don't share it. And I, I have kind of the opposite. Like, I am, I look back on the times where I got to be a Packers fan with Aaron Rodgers under center. And I'm grateful because God, I hope there were not, even though I was not really on board when they won the Lombardi and I never saw them go to the Super Bowl, which is a whole other story. Yeah. Um, I have amazing memories and a great time like that. The time, those times brought my family together Can I, at times. Yeah, you get like, to watch think, one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time play. Like, do you yeah. think that watching just because it feels like Rodgers is a good example of someone who's... This feels like a therapy session, by the way. Maybe gone in the public spotlight. You said we're going with my thing. Right. Not I like it. Yeah. I like it. This Do isn't an insult. So? I like it. Take a compliment. Those memories could be, tar- be like Brett Favre. Like everything that's been happening with Brett Favre since he's left the league. Like, Do you think that tarnishes your memories of him at all? And I'm saying that with like... Because Aaron Rodgers is kind of going down a similar way. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is that bad. He's a conspiracy theorist, maybe a little crazy. Mm. Cuckoo. But cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But like that doesn't <laughs> like the fact that that is like a thing that's going on with like Brett Favre and the, like does that tarnish your memories at all or no? Well, yeah. I mean, 
are you like, is, like is feel sending bad dick pics does that people, impact like, your fandom sure. like, does that impact the fact that you're now saying openly that you're also a lions fan the fact uh, that this packer stuff happened with aaron Rodgers and with brett Favre and oh i don't i don't think that they're related not really, um, you know. But you're, to your point, like I, I think, I think I understand your question, and, and of course, like these experiences can be a little bit tarnished because I don't, uh, because I can look back fondly on the time, but I no longer get to like proudly enjoy it and and like reminisce with people yeah. and and talk about like, oh like... man, you remember? I, like we can look back and 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 crack jokes and and talk and reminisce a little bit about our favorite players, right. but not the ones who've and kind of been canceled. To be clear. While I think Aaron Rodgers is cuckoo, it is not as not the same as Brett Favre. Brett Favre, what he's done, he's I a, think is he's a criminal. He's significantly worse. He's a criminal. He's, <laughs> I mean, there's no mincing words about. It. He can sue true. me if he'd like. Yeah, allegedly. Criminal. Uh, that's 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 fine. That's fine. But I like. I'm very annoyed by narratives about like all of his tenure post Super Bowl, which is very early on in his in his Packers uh, time. Um, uh, was a lot of wins, but not a lot of, but no trophies, mm-hmm. um, and and so there's like harsh criticism of that, and I just like can't, I struggle to get on board with that. I think that I tend to think it's kind of dumb and reductive, and uh, and I am personally quite grateful for the the time that we had getting to watch one of the all time greats. One thing, a lot of fond memories. One thing I will agree on that I don't know if you necessarily should measure success on a Lombardi or not. I think some teams will because their expectations like the Niners I think are different right now. But I would think what the Patriots did for their long tenure, what the Chiefs are doing now, mm-hmm. they make it look so easy. The to Michael win. Jordans. Yeah. And They're- so it really skews the perspective of like it's actually really fucking hard to just get to the game yeah. itself. It's so Patrick hard. Mahomes has so lived hard. in the AFC Championship. He's L- never not gotten there. Like losing a Super Bowl, which is nuts. It's like, crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> it's never. Ian's like thanking his lucky stars he got there this year. I know. Talking about I, I could have played one of these teams in the Super Bowl. We could have had a better game, even though it went to overtime. They only won by three, but right. they could have a better game. Right and. Mahomes is like he wakes up in the AFC Championship game. Yeah. Basically, yeah. He came it, out like, of the, the womb. Regular season matters in the not. AFC. It matters not. Championship. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares right. about the to regular answer season. as a fan? I, I think that you're a, a unique fan. Um, I think we all kind of have a different type of fandom, which is cool to bring to the pod because I think there's different people in our pod mm. who relate differently. Like Justin is Ian. Like he doesn't give a shit about any other team besides the Vikings, which right. is like right. I love that. I think that's so cool. Uh, <laughs> G is in it for the people, for the stories, uh-huh. just like you. Yeah. And and Jamie's a Chiefs fan. The Dewitts are our Lions fan. Like, there's a different type of fan. So, are you a that's, bad that's fan? Great. No. Are you strange? You're definitely strange to admit that you're a, a divisional fan of a rival. I think that's very strange. Sure. Um, and the zero sum, whatever wording you were if trying I to put on that. If I didn't live in Michigan, I would never have become a Lions that's, fan. Like, that's That true. would be highly improbable. The zero sum thing I have a hard time with because of how much fun you had with the Michigan Wolverines winning and how great this championship was when 
championships don't matter as much. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, yeah. As much. You're, miss- say, you're misunderstanding. You're misunderstanding the point. Like, All right, this, we could definitely. we could circle the drain on this. You'll tell me on the drive home. Let's right. let's uh, let's go to our first question from Addison Dewitt. Yeah. Is Travis Kelsey's ego getting out of hand? He's starting to show <laughs> Antonio Brown tendencies, shoving and yelling at his coach. A.B. may have had a temper, but he never disrespected his coach like that. Except he told his coach to F off, I'm not getting on the field, ripped his jersey off, and ran yeah. off the football field. Addison, were we watching the same Antonio Brown? Yeah. That kind of leads into <laughs> that kind of leads into Dan Brooks' question too. The incident between Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, less or don't care about. Did him. you think less of him, or did you not care? I'm gonna say this whole thing has been blown way out of proportion. In the immediate moment they showed it, I can understand people being like, "Whoa!" Like, because it kind of did look like it's he ju- was shuffling. It's, it's jaunting. It, but the more you watch it, the more you realize what really happened was. All right, he's a very passionate individual. That's not fucking news to anybody here. Sure. He goes up, he bumps into he looks like he's trying to grab Andy Reid's arm. He doesn't he's not trying to shove him. Anyone who thinks he's shoving or pushing right. did not watch the same thing. You watched yeah. it once, it was a quick glance. You watch it again. Absolutely. He's going up there, he's just trying to grab him so he can talk yep. to him. They went on the Facebook in. comments and wrote their thing and then Yeah, and then Andy Reid looks more startled than anything else and it's done and then they move on. This is the same as Tom Brady throwing a freaking oh, Microsoft was a psycho surface. on those on those sidelines was a those, psycho this surface is tablets. The oh. same. <laughs> this is the same as a Tiger Woods chucking a club. Club. Yep. This is the same as Michael Jordan who literally punched someone. <laughs> <laughs> this these, is Kobe these guys Bryant. Are unhinged. This is Kobe Bryant yelling and berating his team. This is let me you know, give it. Let me give Patrick you Patrick Mahomes chucking his helmet on the ground. Like this is what this is. It is to me ultra agreed. competitive guys with adrenaline pumping through their veins. Pat McAfee yeah. on their show. I was listening to them earlier, and he summed it up great. He was like, "You got these guys talking about they need to be more professional than this," and it's like. Your profession is sitting at a desk, and I respect your profession. I respect what you do, but it is not the same as when you are sure. down there in a Super Bowl with adrenaline pumping through. I'm glad we're on the same page. Dude. And I'm the thing totally is, the thing is, you. what people forget, like physically, biologically, when that science much, teacher right here, look out when Go ahead. that no. much adrenaline is pumping Educate through your us. blood. It's just going to take control of you sometimes, and you have to get it out. And sometimes that's what it looks like. Nicole Hardman literally blacked out when he caught that touchdown pass. He doesn't remember catching it. He doesn't remember catching it. He didn't even know he won them the game. He blacked out because of that much adrenaline. It overloaded his brain. It's insane. It's insane. So I don't think people quite understand what those guys are going through. You do not get to three <laughs> fucking Super Bowl wins to be the all-time greatest tight end that we've probably ever seen. Ever. Ever. Suck without being ultra-competitive. Wow. That's a lot. I yeah. just, you don't get there. Don't it's a football achieve. player doing football things, not on football field. So like, all, it's simple caveman, like, it is. you want me hit people, you want me run fast, I do it offside, outside of white line. You get mad at me? Why you get mad? Like, 
It's cave, let's caveman this. Well, it's that, just that what is it true. Is. Like also at the same time, like they, Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey have been working together for a long time. Ten years. They have very close relationship. Like yeah. he is, he feels very comfortable approaching Andy Reid with urgent information. If and anyone, this is like time is of the essence. We're in the Super Bowl. Seconds are ticking by. Every you took second me off the field matters. and we fumbled. Yeah. And like whatever he saw. Like, this needs to be known. It and, needs to be made clear. And this, honestly, I put my life into this. This at, is everything to me. At that point in the game, for Taylor. the <laughs> whole first half, Travis Kelsey, one catch, one like one target, one catch, one yard. yard. Wow. That was the whole first half for him. So, yeah, that dude who was been pivotal in their playoff run, to be honest, yeah, he's feeling some emotions right I could, now. I, I liked it, to be mm-hmm. honest. And, um, uh, the game yesterday, I think people that get stuck on that, again, like you said before, we could go on that for hours. Yeah. I think people that Move get on. on that don't the don't that really pay like, attention to the it. The thing that was, like, throwing me over, I was like, oh, people. Addison, to say Antonio Brown is really, oh, like, no. that is a little bold. ignorant. It's it, a little ignorant in my it was, head. It was, some would say, it's pretty hot take. <laughs> oh, I can't get mad if I ask him. We're asking for hot takes, so All thank right. you, Addison. I, I do sure. love that. Um, I love Addison, it. speaking of tight ends that are uh, not having their best moment, Gronk missing a field goal <laughs> after all the ads is hilarious. $10 million in non-withdrawable bonus bets, crock of shit from Addison DeWitt. I can't believe they even did a second one. <laughs> I think it's really funny, and I think Gronk is just like a lovable teddy bear. Uh, he's like a robot. So anything he does, I'm all in. I didn't actually see it live, but I saw the video and it looked like it was like a video game almost. It was pretty intense. We have a couple questions about the game. We're going to go to the commission report after we hear from Jamie. Jamie Heslaw, our chief's correspondent, writes in, including last night, Mahomes is 11-1-1 against the spread as an underdog and and 10-3 straight up. The Chiefs ain't ever underdogs. Jamie. You get your flowers. Chiefs win the Super Bowl. He said a lot of not nice things about the commish, which I'm not going to do because the commish just tried to run 100K and had a, a DNF. He didn't finish. Yeah. Got injured during it. So I'm not going to. 100K. I'm not going to say any any of the expletives that Jamie sent me. Can, can I ask how far he got? Like where, where was his mileage? He said he rolled his ankle twice. Which like oh. you keep it, it was doing a pretty that. rocky course, dude. Anyone, the first off, yeah. get the claps ready. Anyone yeah. who's dedicating to run a hundred k, like, hell yeah, man, good for you. Right there, that's good right for you, Adam. That is for you, Adam. Thank you, thank you for being loyal to this show and for doing things we could never. Even though your team doing. lost, right? Yeah. Yeah. How, how, how does it feel, Let's. buddy? Used all your good luck on the Lions. Adam sent me a report. I'm going to read it. Let me hear it. Can you give us an... I asked earlier if maybe you had an impression of Adam. I don't want it to feel like we're laughing. I, but I, you know him well enough. I bet you could give me a good impression of him. Adam's hard. He, Adam does a lot of impressions. That's kind of his thing. So but, you... Per, so he it'd be like impersonating like be Robin Williams. if you impersonated him. Go ahead, Kyle. Could I, could I, I, don't, I don't want to do, hut, hut. Do that. Right, just Although do I did like the Christopher it's Walken time. commercial. Oh, shut up. That's one of my faves. We'll, yeah. we'll get there. We'll okay. get there. Oh, we will? Oh, nice. Oh, oh a tease. Oh. A teaser. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, continue. continue. The commission writes, self-inflicted wounds. Questionable play calling, unfortunate bounces, etc. The defense played well. It was my biggest fear going into the game, but it did an adequate job. Bounces. Sorry. In fact, one of its 
best games of the post of the season slash postseason. He's talking about the defense. I mean, yeah. Shanahan's decision to receive the ball first in overtime. Not going to debate it now, but that one, among other things, will haunt him, the team, and fans for years. Alas, so done is done. It will now be at least thirty years if we won it next year before a sixth. Lombardi will grace 4,900 wow. to Bartolo way. Years. Who knows? It may be another 30 years before we even make it that game again. Right now, and for the foreseeable future, the road to a Super Bowl runs through Mahomes. This was an average KC team, but very good D, and maybe our best chance to break through. I'm hoping that Harbaugh hire in L.A. shakes things up in that division, but we'll see. I'm in this for the long haul. Excuse me. Jesus. That was actually Adam. That was Adam, actually. I'm just reading what's in the text. In the the meantime, that's a bow on the 23 season. On to 24. Hashtag forever. Oh, hashtag. I was waiting for the hashtag. Okay, so here's the thing. First off, he didn't really talk about Purdy. There was a lot of... No mention. There was this, and we don't have a lot of... We didn't have any questions talking about Purdy. This is the... Well, maybe one... But this was like leading up to the game. There was a lot of discourse around Purdy. Like, is he the guy? Is he not so the guy? So much. Is wow. he like? Where, I got tired where, of talking about him. I know he's not. I've he if they if let's say the Chiefs missed a field goal and the Niners win, who would have gotten? The or they idea? didn't convert that fourth down in overtime. Right. Let's just assume. Let's say there was a couple plays that could have allowed the Niners to win that game. Who wins the MVP if the Niners win? I don't think Christian I can. McCaffrey. 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 Yeah. Over 90 yard, or 80 yards receiving, 90 or 90 yards receiving, 80 yards rushing. Because it didn't feel like he... One touchdown? That was it? One touchdown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, was a, it was a breakaway. First touchdown. Juwan Jennings had to be in the conversation, I was going to say, though, Jennings was actually my first First time thought. a wide receiver throwing a touchdown pass since, do you remember? Antoine Randall L. Antoine Randall L. Antoine Randall Super Bowl was in. I watched that Detroit. guy in college. Detroit. That's how and I am. Antoine Randall L. is the wide receivers coach for Detroit. Bingo. No kidding. Yeah. So I just think it's, you know, I don't know, all that discourse of people trying to say, like, oh, no, Purdy's the guy. Purdy, he can do this. And, like, Purdy ain't no Mahomes. Like, ain't fucking close. No. no, no, Something I've actually, like, realized, I've been trying really hard this year, and I'm not great at it. I'll be honest with myself. I'm not great at this. Trying not to compare, you know, like, oh, who's your top five quarterbacks or who are the top five quarterbacks (laughs) or ranking things. That's what we do. We're sports media. It's your entire segment is is ranking. Your entire segment. Have I ever done a player's ranking, specifically quarterbacks? Like, who are the top five best quarterbacks? You're right. You have. I have been trying really hard to avoid that because that conversation can be so hard. (laughs) You've just been ranking, like... (laughs) Stupid Least favorite shit. topics to talk about in the offseason. Hey, alternate <laughs> jerseys. Halloween costumes. You know what? Hey, I was trying to be unique and different. I like it. All I'm saying. What are you saying? Is I just don't ever feel like Purdy elevates the team. No. I don't think he right. elevates the Niners. Right. I didn't think Garoppolo elevated the Niners, but could you win? You know, actually, you want to know what? You know who Purdy reminds me of a little bit? Tell us. Eli Manning. Oh. Eli Manning. Eli Manning's a Hall of Famer. Exactly. He's got he two Super Bowl be. rings. And I even think he's a Super Bowl MVP, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I think he's got one. 
I sure. think he had one. Probably. But in either of those games, you wouldn't really think he was the main reason they won. Right. You'd think probably their defense. Yeah. Michael Strahan, come on. Right. Michael Strahan was probably the better. The gap. Yeah, the best player on those teams. I don't know. The yeah. second Not one, Eli. though. Strahan wasn't on the second one. No. You're right on that sure. one. Sure. Okay. Either way. I didn't that's my, a good last I just name. Like, that's what, but Eli's not a Hall of Famer right now, you know? And he will who, be. He will probably eventually get in there because he's a Manning and he's two of them, and mm-hmm. we've talked about Beat that before. Brady. I feel like that's where Purdy's at. Like, if the team is great around him, and this was probably the best team he was probably going to have around him for a, a Pro while. Bowl team. Disguised yeah. as an NFL team, Rico. That's right. That's correct. Now, we- to go to the Shanahan call to – Take the ball first. Right. There's been a lot of debate on whether that was the right decision or not. In that moment, there is an argument to be made he made the right call in taking the ball first because his defense just got off the field. That's a good argument. To put them back out there literally 30 seconds later after they've already been gassed is a big ask. Every decision looks like a dumb decision when it doesn't work. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like. The hard part for the Niners, though, and Shanahan, is they have to deal with the fallout that apparently no one on their team knew about the overtime rules. <laughs> That's so funny. And there That's was so funny. There were the Chiefs players who were saying, I don't like, really know if they, they had practices. To have, they had to have extra meetings about it and thought, like, this is a useless extra information. And then it does actually become... Pertinent. Which, by the way, I gotta. We haven't really shouted out Tony Romo a lot. We normally make fun of him. He was awful. But that's not the point. The point <laughs> is, he had a moment where I was like, "That was useful information." I did not realize that when that clock hit zero, it was going to be a whole nother just. They just because it doesn't order. make sense. Why is there a clock to begin yeah. with? Yeah. Yeah. Why would you? As do soon that? as because I it says OT. And I'm like, okay, I understand the rules. Then a clock shows up, and suddenly I'm scratching my head and saying, I don't understand how this works. Why is there a clock? <laughs> I think it's really just for advertising. So well, they it's take a break. because after... Really, the, like, I think that's what it is. Probably, there is no other logical reason. It probably. Right. But after 15 minutes, they would swap ends of the field like they would normally. Right. Okay. I think that would be a thing. Right, right. So right. that would be the only major thing. But I did not realize that, and I was confused why Kansas City was letting that clock run almost all the way out. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? And then Romo was like, yeah, for everyone who doesn't know. <laughs> and then they get they, the touchdown, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Within the time limit. Within it's just like, limit. oh, Tony, thanks for giving us that stat. I kind of like how often he's just like... Don't do this. It, and he, it's very yeah. like yelling at the team like he's a fan watching. How often he's like, this is what I would do. Don't don't throw a pass at this point. Like, and then, they pass. then they throw a pass to get the completion like for a first down. My, the worst thing about Tony Romo is like Jim Nance, by the way, the voice of God is sitting there going, Breaking down the play. You know, if you look right over there, Travis Kelsey, he's got the outside leverage, and if you put too much outside leverage on there, Travis Kelsey's going to take advantage and get 11 yards. Tony Romo. Yeah, I think he's going to take advantage of the outside leverage. He just says the exact same thing. And I'm like, Tony, right. have you been studying this week, or did you just show up to the group project with your pointer, it's laser kind of pointer, hoping? that his first, like, two, like, first year or two, he was like the best. I'll tell you, four years from now, he will not be on that Super Bowl. No, he's going to be replaced. 
Correct. I think, Greg Olson. I think Greg Olson is doing Greg better, Olson. and of course they're going to give Brady some airtime and see how that works out. I'm going to say it though, Shanahan. For we, everybody in the world made this big deal about Andy Reid leaving the the Eagles because he couldn't do it with the great team of McNabb and well, leaving. He got and, fired, didn't he? Well, but I'm saying he was pushed out, but also yeah. left along the way, like because that he couldn't get over the hump. Then he comes to the Chiefs, benches the player who's been getting him 11. Wins a season, takes a risk on Mahomes. People criticize him for the end of the game, you know, time management. And this dude is just—he's a Hall of Fame coach now. Like right. he was—he—he right. he was a everything great coach say, before. Everything people say about Shanahan, they used to is, say about it. But it, that's kind of the thing. It's kind of like the NBA, how it's like who hasn't won a ring. Well, we're going to attack Durant. Durant goes to the Warriors to get their championship. Now we're going to go to Kawhi. Kawhi gets one with the Raptors. Now we're moving it to Melo. Melo gets one. He retires. Now we're going to Chris Paul. Chris Paul hasn't gotten out of the second round. Now now he got out of the second round. We're going to move it on to how hasn't uh, Anthony Davis made the playoffs. There's a constant changing and moving of the goalpost of what we have for who's great, what they can do. But you can't look at Shanahan's thing and not say – you're 0-3 in the Super Bowl, and you've been up 10 in each of them, at least 10 two in each of, of which, them. Two of which, he was, he was the coach for both overtime Super Bowls. Yeah. Like, well, he was the offensive coordinator yeah, for the Falcons. Coach. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right, right. it's just the fascinating. The only two overtimes in Super Bowl history. I know, and he was Shanahan's a part. Can you, the oh, man, he was a part of both of them. Ugh. So I want a question right here from Elliot Asateo writes in Dan Campbell would have went for the touchdown on that first overtime possession if he was a coach for the Niners. Hell yes, Elliot. That is funny as shit. Thank you, Elliot. He 100% would have done that. It's super funny. Everybody knows it. There was a couple times the Niners elected to kick it, and I was like, oh, man, like we would have gone for that shit. Can we just just, – But that is the difference – between winning a fucking championship. Well, and getting to the championship and not. Can we just... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a low blow. He just needed to catch the ball. They got a lady boy in his hands. hands. In his hands. Go ahead, Kyle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, um, can we... I'm on my second beer here because uh, I'm probably going to give up alcohol for Lent. Um, but uh, I want to pour one out for Moody, a uh, kicker for the... <laughs> For the Niners, oh, the breaking yeah. of the record yeah. for, just record. to be broke by another yard like, and a half. Well, well literally like, the shortest live record, like in Super Bowl. <laughs> he had to be <laughs> like, "You did it!" Like, "Oh yeah!" He probably went to the sideline, like, "Dude, keep that ball. That's I've a got, record." Uh, and then he's like, "Shit!" Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like a record. He set the longest field goal record in Super Bowl history, only for it to be broken moments later. Uh, by uh, Harrison Bucker, which is so funny. It's so funny. And Moody drafted out of U of M. Did you know that? U of M kicker? He was a great kicker for Michigan. He was a great kicker. Not been great this year. No. He has not been great this year. He's he's not been great, but he's not been the worst. (laughs) He was briefly a record holder in the Super Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) So there was a time uh, my brother-in-law and I were watching the game together. We were seriously joking about how I think – Harrison Bucker has a shot to win the MVP for this game. <laughs> After setting the record, kicking Dude. a lot of field goals in uh, in the I, game, and then going into overtime, I think that if he would have closed it out with a couple field goals to win, it would have been. We <laughs> haven't it we haven't mentioned it, but for a hot minute before you'd even mentioned the kickers, the punters were about to be the MVPs. Some of their punts were astoundingly good. They were a spot on. 
there was, I felt like for the first three quarters of this game, I was watching really bad football. Totally. The way that one punter made it, like, kick, hit the back of that one guy and result in a fumble and a turnover, that was very well done by the punter. Yeah. I thought the game as a whole, the first half reminded me of just not amazing defense. It just reminded me of bad offenses trying to fail each other out. Yeah, it was. And I thought halfway through the third third quarter, it kicked up, and the fourth quarter was great, and overtime was great. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. Near the end of the third quarter, the first times we've agreed. Wow. And the fourth quarter was obviously wow. very good in the overtime. Do three seasons of this show. You guys will start to We click. finally agree. But <laughs> I just felt like w- during the first half of the game, I'm like, man, these are supposed to be like the two best teams in the NFL, and they're like fumbling this shit. This is awful. You're Pushing going their coaches, assault, uh, elder abuse. Assault. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, just <laughs> I really was like, this is this game is like kind of mediocre. Speaking of our elders, Tim DeWitt writes in. Oh. He is our elder. That's disrespectful. Mm-hmm. CBS, ha- by the way, this is an elder take. <laughs> like, I just, I, I can hear him right now. Like, I want everybody to picture, like, if you don't know what Tim DeWitt looks like, just picture him. And think of his finger wagging at the TV. Now, listen to this. CBS halftime panel had way too many people on it. Hated it. (laughs) That's amazing. His major comment was that he felt like they were all talking over each other. Wait, did you see Bill Cowher's velvet black-on-black suit? I wasn't really Dude, the dude, oh my gosh. Mm -mm. He could be a pimp. I didn't turn the game on until 6.30. When they when Post Malone started with America <laughs> yeah. the Beautiful, Ian which sends was us great, a picture of watching Tinkerbell on his TV. He called it the Tinker Bowl. I thought that was <laughs> one of the funnier things you've ever said in your life. I'm proud that you knew that was Tinkerbell, by the way. I didn't. It was just your text. Uh, our next question, Tim. I agree. I thought that the it was too many people. I hated it as well. Thank you. What we do we have any questions here about Usher? By the way, we Usher. We haven't even talked about Usher. Uh, I thought Usher walking onto the field was very mid. Once he got on stage, things kicked up. And Alicia okay. Keys, Swiss Beats needs to keep a restraining order against Usher for having all of his oh hands. Oh my gosh! All up on Alicia Keys, but he's a lucky guy. Um, <laughs> she's, and she's amazing. And by the way, she's Usher married bangers. Oh yeah, to Swiss Beats. That's who I was talking about. Right. Um, but bangers. Like oh, his catalog man. was just with, back to back. He started with Caught Up. Yeah. And right. I'm like, I forgot, whoa! I forgot I think about that song. The big like, suit. Remember in the music video, he yeah, had like yeah, a very yeah. oversized suit running through, and he would do like the throw your hands back on the bottom of your jacket, puff the jacket up like Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. It was sick. I love Usher. Alicia's keys. Yeah, Alicia, ass, whose keys? Alicia's keys. <laughs> <laughs> Her giant ass cape. Awesome. Oh yeah. By to start. Way. To start. Awesome. Right. And then it just Loved falls it. off. Loved yeah. it. And my favorite part. Of course, when they started, yeah, crushed it. Well, shirtless? It. Lil John. Oh, the- Luda. Luda. Luda when Luda comes oh, out, I saw a meme that was like it. every 25-year-old or older when Luda came out, and it was like, <laughs> I legitimately uh, was like, Luda. <laughs> I was sitting there I with my happy. younger sister who is, shoot, at this point, she's a good probably 12 years younger than me. Is that the guy from Fast and Furious? She loves Usher. We didn't know any of the same songs. Wow. It's like we're a different generation uh, because I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, Confessions, You Got It Bad, and Burn. Uh, it, like, Burn. I know all these songs like, from, oh, like, my God. And, and my wife is like, I have that CD. I love You Got It Bad. Like, these are, like, these what's are, a CD? She didn't know any of those songs. Didn't know any of them. And she was listening <laughs> to, like, all her favorite Usher songs. I didn't know any of those. 
Like, All they, I know. There's a what about point. I cry? Like he's got a law. <laughs> You, it's probably the same for you and me, actually, because like I love uh, no you all those songs. I I all, know every Usher song out there. Probably okay. All, all right, I that, know that, is I'm a stan. I've fair. seen the Tiny Death series. That's fair. Watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. I know is I I come into school today and I'm talking to my little middle schoolers about the the game and everyone's kind of got their opinions and I was like, oh, do you guys think about the halftime show? And they're like, it was fine. I I was like, do you guys know who Usher? And they're like, never heard of him. And I'm like, oh my god. Oh my never god. ever forget my fifth grade teacher got mad because we were singing confessions in school, and she sat us all down and said, "You are cheating. You are singing about a cheater, someone who impregnated some other woman." <laughs> and I'm like, what does impregnate mean? <laughs> <laughs> is that? I was joking. I'm was like, no, is- don't say the name. It is her. Yeah, she's still there. No, no still no, no. there. The fifth no. grade teacher. No, because oh, it's a different person. It's not yours. It was my fifth grade teacher is so. still currently there. You can look it up. Uh, I know who it is. <laughs> it's a good I know one. Who it is. I know who it is. It's not who I was thinking. It's not. No. Because uh, Okay, I didn't no. know when she left. Everyone here is like. No. Yeah. Kyle loves this, this part of the story. Uh, I want to talk a little bit of off season. We had some people that talked about the off season. Okay. And we need to talk about the off season. Uh, Doug Bloom writes in. I'm super interested in the 49ers and wish they could have pulled it off last night. My hot take for next year, though, is what would you? What do the Baltimore Ravens need to do to take the next step to be an elite team? I'm also wondering if Austin Eckler, who went from stud running back to nothing this year, will be retained by the Chargers or if they look elsewhere for their running back support. I have an answer for both of these that I've seen okay. kind of reports of what are going on. Um, Baltimore here is in. Very intrigued in a running back that's available named Derrick Henry. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my and gosh. Which the I Chargers, suggested last season, and you scoffed at. I did just because of playing style. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. Derrick Henry, and I will say, I don't think he plays well uh, next to a quarterback. He, he plays a lot better behind a quarterback, okay. and a lot of running plays that the Ravens do tend to be shotgun more than, like, a pistol. Um, but mm-hmm. their offense is – Changing. So the sure. offense they're in now could work with a Derrick Henry. Um, the other person I've heard for Chargers, I've heard the Chargers are trying to move on past some of the money that they have. So they're trying to move uh, Khalil Mack. They're trying to – I don't think they're going to re-sign Austin Eckler. They right. might look at moving Keenan Allen. Mm. And a player they may bring in next year, Saquon Barkley. My goodness. I've heard Saquon wants to stay in Giants, but we'll see if that pans out. Yeah, that's a those two <laughs> pairings would be very very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like Derrick Henry walked on Agreed. the field afterwards, grabbed a mic, and said, "Thanks for being my fans. Basically, I'm done with Tennessee. I want to go somewhere I can win a Super Bowl." Yeah, yeah. Why Barkley, not go to the team that could lean? I'm on more you intrigued as a running about back? the idea of Barkley going to the Chargers. Oh my gosh! Well, I think I the Chargers know. are gonna. I don't know. The, but the Ravens can actually win something. The Chargers can, will never. Do you win. think they will? I, not. So what I think is funny is Destined. he's talking about like making the Baltimore Ravens the next step to an elite team. Um, excuse me for a second. This team was elite this yeah, year. Yeah, but <sighs> what are you gonna say? They lost to the Chiefs who won the Super Bowl. Like, is that your knock? They but really, doing. they lost because they stopped doing what they were supposed to do and what was working. Exactly. That so, is like, not, a team they, that dominated and kicked ass wise. game after game after game after game after game Against after game. The best teams in the league. But it doesn't matter if you don't have the ring. Exactly. It, That's your take. <laughs> I'm here saying, if you'll be back there if your team is healthy again. And probably if your team is slightly healthier, you will 
You will, you will beat them. They were them. very healthy. Ravens were very healthy. They were missing wide receiver one and running back one. No, and uh, tight were. end one. They weren't missing wide receiver one. Okay, not wide receiver one. The tight end didn't even matter, though, because they, it likely, actually it doesn't but matter. It developed, no, 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 but it developed likely. Lamar because for the last three years, he's only thrown to uh, Andrews. Like, that's it. This Him developing as a passer this year, you cannot lie and look up and down the roster. He trusted a rookie wide receiver in Zay Flowers mm-hmm. throughout the entire season. He trusted right. Odell. He trusted Bateman. He trusted Isaiah Likely. He trusted running backs out of the backfield. Like, he developed as a passer because he didn't have that tight end one. It's really kind it's of a blessing like, in disguise. Uh, it's like the Calvin Johnson syndrome when Calvin Johnson left. Yep, and the then Lions they developed wide receivers. Was like way better all of a sudden. There's that's that's still fair, but also like the Eagles soared when they <laughs> traded for AJ Brown. They took AJ Brown from the Titans and they went to the Super Bowl. It's true. Like do that for the Baltimore. Like get Let's star take- power. I got a great stat from the one and only Stu Gatz. You take the rings from the Ravens and the rings from the Chiefs, you put them in boxes, and which one has more? P- rings plus or minus. It's a good stat. The Chiefs have one. Ravens don't. Okay. I, All right, let's yeah. move on. Let's what move on. Okay, whatever. Let's move on. Let's move on. Thank you, Kyle. Let's do another thing. Eric G's got a good question. Oh, G and Unzio. Eric G, my guy. If you could buy stock in one of these teams moving forward for the next five years, which one would you choose and why? The teams are as follows. Lions, Packers, Niners, Dolphins, Texans. Love you guys question. said you guys said this is an easy answer. I and I like said, it really? I felt like it was easy. So let's see if both of you on the count of three will say your team. And I want to see if it's if it's what? so easy, you're both going to say the you? same. Why didn't you win? I'll say mine after. Okay, I'm okay, guaranteeing okay. it will not be the one that you pick. Okay. One, no. two, three. Texans. <laughs> I love that you guys said that it's so easy. Do you have different answers? My answer is Texans as well. Okay. I think the Texans, I and this is kind of the take I got from G besides this one, that besides Mahomes, C.J. Stroud is the only quarterback that really changes the game and the team. In the ambient, I think maybe Joe. I would say maybe Joe Burrow goes in there as well, uh, but it's kind of a unique take. He, he said, other than Burrow, C.J. Stroud is the only other great quarterback in the NFL. But figure that that may be a dispute with your group because of Lamar, and I'm not going to argue about Lamar. That was G's hot take that he threw in as well. Mm. So okay, okay. I think the Texans have the biggest upside, and I think they're in the worst division. Like, I think that says a lot. Like, I wouldn't want to be in the Lions in the Packers division. I wouldn't yeah. want to be in the Niners. They're always feisty. And the Dolphins got to go in against the Bills. So here's the I, – I don't know. I guess it depends. So I, we're partly interpreting this differently then, I guess, because if I'm thinking – You're thinking Super Bowl or bust kind of thing? Kind of thing, yeah. Because if I'm, like, looking just for, like, success where my team is constantly winning the division <laughs> or constantly in the playoffs, then, yeah, I could see the Texans easy because that division sucks ass. Right, and the Texans are probably going to be the clear favorites for a while now. I imagine unless something changes in some of those other teams, like the Colts, we kind of had like an unsure thing with the Colts because right, right, they right. were awkwardly good despite not having their main guys. I don't know; they were a weird team. But the Lions, I think, they have so many dudes on rookie deals right now. They have clearly what is probably around the league heralded as one of the best cultures to work for 
I've heard you. There's nothing like everyone's always positive. They just kept their two coordinators, which is unheard of, by the way, to have your coordinators for three years in a row. And it's gonna be pretty cool. Not poach. I'm really it excited cool. for that part because that really is, is cool. un because uncharted territory for. I mean, a, a lot of sports in general, like college football and NFL. That's, that's very crazy unheard of because that means that team's offense. Can only evolve. It's not going to change. Yeah. I mean, it could change, but it's going to. It should theoretically only get better. Same thing with the defense too. Right. Like the fact that they have so many and St. Brown, Panay, Laporta, Gibbs, and you got to think of development. I mean, the Lions rookies. have been known for developing the last three or four drafts, and here they are, and now they're going to get a whole other round of that. Yeah, I so just that's pretty awesome. I think as a Lions, I, that's fan. why that's I fair. think moving forward. It's because I believe in Brad Holmes. Out of everything there, Brad right. Holmes, his ability to draft and to find talent in late rounds has been amazing. Oh, so many hits. And what? obviously Dan Campbell is clearly an excellent head coach, a leader of men. These guys love him. They'll play for him. They die for him. Yeah, no question. Why would you pick the Texans? The Texans are in a more stable position. The Lions, I think, are the runner-up here to me uh, because I, I like where they're at. The Lions are sitting very good in a cap space position, um, but the Texans are better. Texans are better. The only two peop- only two teams in the league have more cap space than the Texans. The Commanders and Titans have slightly more. Uh, so they are sitting on a lot of flexibility. The Lions have enough, but not, as, not nearly as much, uh, about $11 million have, less. Lions also have more pieces right now, though. They do, they do, they do, but it's more tenuous. Like, this is going to be difficult to hold together. Not impossible, but difficult. And if we're talking five years, can they keep Ben Johnson for five years? Uh, well, they're not going to keep, keep Ben Johnson. Uh, what's his name, Glenn Allen, for five years? Can they keep Jared Goff competing at this level for five years? A, a lot of these players, like... C.J. Stroud had arguably the greatest rookie season of all time. You don't think he's going to regress to the mean, by the way? We've seen this before. Now, granted, like obviously, some quarterbacks have transcended that, right? But Texans have a lot more cap space. Uh, the quarterback is just getting started. He's just getting started, just guys. Getting started, guys. Just getting started, guys. I love that. <laughs> Doing fantastic. First of all, I kind of have watched the Lions for a long time. I am. You're a fan. I am a genuine fan. What I don't believe is that they'll actually spend the money. Sadly, I think they might. I, think they might. I don't think that they will I think, pull in all. I like moves. that take. I think Kyle. this year. I think this year. Fist me. Okay. Fist. <laughs> I, well, I don't like that phrasing at all. You know what I meant. I think <laughs> this year. I think the Lions, because this might be the last year they have Ben Johnson. I don't think they are Super Bowl or bust right now, but I think they see a window there right now mm. that they're not going to be able to keep all of these guys. I. They're out of all these teams, excluding the Niners. I think they have a window that's open right now because you're not guaranteed to keep Ben Johnson for very much longer. You're you are fortunate enough. He's technically only on contract for two more years. You're going to be fortunate if he stays even after next year, depending on what happens. I think coordinator aside, though, Kyle's point is even even the talent that you have on there as a team, it's going to be difficult to. Keep some of these guys, but even in why, the league. 
but that's five years why, from now. Right. But that's why it, the Texans I, feel like the, they a are, younger team going into their prime. But this is why I feel like the Lions, out of all of these teams, maybe the Niners have shown their ability to replenish and draft guys. Sure. And that's why I think within that five term. And the Texans haven't had a chance to prove that because right. this is their first sure. year with this kind of group going yeah. like that. Yeah, but they've got lots of draft capital. Uh, and by the way, lots fair, work with. fair choices by all three of us, I think, in my The l- worst choice is the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. going on to say. I agree. I only, like, only I like. the Saints, and, and this is because the Saints perennially like are 9-8. Are are, uh, well, I'll the way that they manipulate their their cap space is is unrivaled in the, the NFL. The cap isn't even a real thing in the NFL only by the Only the Dolphins are far uh, are only the Saints are farther in the red than the Dolphins. The Dolphins are going to regress because <laughs> they cannot afford to pay all the people And they're going to pay got. Tua. Well, I'll, they're also, they're about to pay Tua and this roster is going to He's going to get suffer. a Daniel Jones deal. I don't think Tua should get It's going to get better than a Daniel Jones deal. I don't think Tua should get All right, paid. hold on. Let's make a little bet here. I think he will. Better yeah, or worse? I'm not worse. saying he will or won't. I'm oh, okay. just saying I don't think. No, no. I think it's going to be 40 I said plus. I don't think he okay, should I'm get just, paid. I'm I just, just didn't hear you. I'm just clarifying. Um, we got a couple questions in here we need to finish with, and I'm just going to go quick on it. Mount Rushmore of Super Bowl foods. I've got mine. Justin Matson writes it in. Kyle, give us some. Give us your four. Buffalo wings, chips and salsa, soft pretzels. Hummus and pita. Hummus, get the hell out of here. Go ahead, Ian. Give me right. four. Okay. That's it. It's awful list of hummus. All right, all right. Buffalo wings, mott sticks. Mm. What? Don't fuck off with your soft pretzels over here. Okay? <laughs> Typical of you soft. I'm disappointed. That's all I can say. Taco bar. Mm. Taco bar? Taco bar. Because that's what Claire did last night, and let me tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Taco bar for two people, and okay. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I'm, a, I'm watching the Super Bowl. It's alone, pizza rolls. I respect right. that. All right, I respect I'm that. pizza rolls. Hell yeah, I'm putting. I'm, I, it wasn't on my list before. It's on there now. <laughs> okay. Pizza rolls just got moved on. Like Get it. out of here. Whatever president is the fourth one, it's pizza rolls now. <laughs> uh, I'm pizza rolls. I like a good. We didn't do it last night, but I love a good like cheeseburger slider. Ooh. Ash made those Slider. yesterday. Okay. They were the bomb. I could Buffalo s- chicken dip, number snaps. three. Ooh, snaps. Okay. Snaps. I'm not putting wings up there. I'm going off the board. Then what's four? Funyuns. Wow. How <laughs> high are you right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, my number four. I just love a little sweetness to end my time at the Super Bowl. Okay. And I just love a good brownie. Ooh, yeah. Oh, fine. Oh, Something yeah. fun. Claire made brownies too last night. I'm oh, not yeah. going to throw shade in we your list. We actually had... Your list sucked, though. Pita, hummus, dumb face. (laughs) By the way, for uh, Ian, Ian, you don't know this. Kyle and I have talked about next year making a point after uh, bingo sheet. So I'm going to just tell you a few things. It'd be you saying, to be fair. (laughs) It's Kyle saying, shut your stupid face. (laughs) It's Kyle saying that the 49ers are a Pro Bowl team disguised as an NFL team. It's like we really want help filling this out so we can send it to the listeners, uh, all 45 of you. And just it's It's, kind of a funny Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, I'm referencing Notre Dame winning against. Temple. Uh, (laughs) But, Justin, that's a great question. Our last question on here comes from Ryan Gates. It's probably one of my favorites, and I've been thinking really hard about an answer to it since I've gotten it, and I got a good one. Um, But I want to hear if you guys got one first. So his question, Ryan Gates writes in, has anyone ever had a bigger 
falling upwards moment than Nicole Hardman in his path this season. It's an all-time win for him this season. He went from the Jets, wasn't playing well from the Jets, got paid by the Jets, waived by the Jets, signed by the Chiefs, catches a game-winning touchdown as a, as a Kansas City Chief. I'm trying to think of a real-world example of what this would look like. Would love to hear one of your analogies. P.S. Also, trying to figure out what to do with my life now that football's over. Need a new hobby. Please help. Do you guys have an example of a falling upward? Because I have one. Do Let's, yours first. Yeah, you do yours. You do yours the best falling upward for me is Jim Carrey not having the role in Elf. Mm. Because he made the Grinch the night the Grinch stole Christmas. Mm. Oh. Mm. He was going to be an elf. It would have been a... I mean, wouldn't have been a bad movie. Both mm. are heralded as classics. Yeah, now. but I would say that role defined Jim Carrey later in his career. It, that you think? is... Well, it was... Kind of put him into like kind of the like quirky... A uh, role of like a uh, series of unfortunate events, movies like that. That I like before he was in like Big Fat Liar, Truman Show. Series of unfortunate events with great, him. Great. <laughs> wow. wow. I like when he did the uh, dinosaur. Uh, he was hilarious. He's really good. I love Jim. Do you guys Perry. have any up, uh, examples of anybody falling upwards? Like. They got covering that team. Like, wow, that was great. I didn't go on, you know, that train that got in a huge accident. Here I am. Uh, Dave Mustaine got kicked out for drinking too much from Metallica and started Megadeth and had a great, successful metal career. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if I Pretend if I know one. who either of those are. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I don't even know if I have falling upward moment here. Other than maybe I didn't with. Like the Matrix series was significantly better because of Keanu Reeves, and it could have almost been Will Smith. Right. Yeah, sure, oh. sure. Right. I almost. I feel like uh, maybe, Tom maybe some old jobs I had were falling upwards because I some falling upwards say I left in at the general, right time. Robert Downey Jr. had probably one of the biggest ones. I mean, the dude literally was in prison. Right. Sure. For, like, and being drugs. in prison was good. No, and then right, like he Mark literally Wahlberg. gets out. They took a chance on him for Iron Man. That was actually, not a lot of people realize when they <laughs> casted him for Iron Man, that was a huge gamble. Yeah. Disney, he baby. Was right. not, he was not like a very like well-established name at that point. That was, that was a very big risk. Was it not? Wasn't it was, pre- it was pre-Disney. Pre-owned by Disney. Yeah, I'm just yeah. teasing. Okay. Um, last thing yeah, we which, have. Uh, yeah. Oh. Do you think Disney would have approved no. that hire? No, no, no. That'd be like. And be like putting Johnny Depp on while he was in the trial. Like, you're going to put... I mean, they just got rid of, what's his face, uh, Kang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Jonathan him, Majors. But they got, oh, that, that's like the biggest falling downwards moment yeah, right yeah. there. He uh, had <laughs> literally the world given to him. Not right. literally, but... Um, the multiverse. The multiverse was <laughs> oh, going go. to be his. <laughs> Speaking of biggest news, guys, we did have a Super Bowl yesterday. The Chiefs won 25-22. Anything else we missed in there? Uh, we haven't talked about it enough. All right. Isaiah Pacheco, I hope that you continue to run like an animated uh, character in the offseason. Uh, weekly segments. I'm skipping my segment because we're running really long today. So I'll Kyle, do mine. I'll do mine. We'll let Ian go here first with a little blind ranking. We didn't suggest any hobbies for Ryan. Oh, I feel bad um, about that. Ryan, hold on. Hold on. Ryan, let me give you a little bit of background on Ryan. Ryan is a doctor. Okay. Um. Used to live in California. Now they live in Texas. His family loves Taylor Swift. 
right, so, sounds pretty basic. And he's a me. Packers fan. <laughs> okay. So, right, like, so, oh, oh, I think a hobby oh. for him would be pickleball. All right, that's that's all right. I have a good one, and he's like a he's got to be a little bit of sciencey guy because he's yeah, a loves Bill Nye. Okay. I don't know. Is he into? I don't know. Um, aquascaping is something I got big into. What's that? What the heck is aquascaping? Uh, ooh, okay, this is fun. Aquas- is that like underwater escape rooms? No. Listeners, would you like to hear? Ian I love do escape a podcast rooms. I was going to suggest escape rooms. I, me, Claire have been getting very big in on escape rooms. Aquascapes, really? go ahead. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of them. There's this whole brand called Exit. We've been doing them. Okay, they're really fun. Hashtag nice. sponsored ad. Love it. Yeah, they're really fun, but. Aquascaping is basically aquariums, and you scape the aquariums. And it's with aquascaping, it's all real plants. Everything is real. So you don't put any fake plants in there. You like what I would try to do is I would try to scape the aquarium to be self sustaining. So I wouldn't have to do, I wouldn't put a filter in there. Mm. I would get specific plants that would help. So you want to play God. What? No, it's not. Life. No, no. I'm not creating life. You're being I'm silly. Just, I'm just teasing. I'm scaping <laughs> it. I'm trying to make like a What does scaping mean? I don't it's understand It's like landscaping, that. but it's, like it's aquascaping. Oh, okay. Underwater. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I had no idea. I figured it out. I'm only Sorry, I, Kyle. You would have your shirt a little more, all right? You would have. Just give you five more seconds. If he's interested in any of that, I have. There's a guy that I came across on YouTube that got me really interested in it. So if he's interested, let me know. Or if you want to do what I do and watch people uh, garage sale on YouTube, I'll, I'll send you a couple of YouTubers that I watch. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Let's rank some shit. Yeah. Cool. Bring Let's it on. rank it. Then we're going to hear moderately I, interesting. We know what we're going to do. I had, yeah, we've, if people haven't figured this out by now, because I've been cutting people off every time we talk about commercials. This felt like you say? it was what? the appropriate one to do after the Super Bowl, because now that we've <laughs> seen all the commercials, I tried to pay enough attention to write down all of the commercials I thought were worth our time. Okay. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven that I noted. Holy That butts. I thought were pretty solid. I don't have to, we're not going to rank all f- all eleven of these. I'm going to pull it. from all, I mean, do you want to? No. Okay. I'm going to pull from Maybe. this list and then you can tell me if there was other commercials that you were like, oh, did you see that one? And I can tell you the other ones I have on my list. All right, you guys ready? Hit me with it. Okay. This one came very early on. So if you were not paying attention, you would have missed it. Sure, so sure. So I don't know if we would have seen it, but it was my personal favorite. Okay. The NFL Sunday ticket with the bird teams. Oh, I loved that one. That was so yeah. funny. I'm going for. I'll go Did three. you see that one, Marshall? Yeah, it was okay. I thought it was hilarious. Like It was. To see Tyler Lockett there yeah, on the yeah, railing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like all flapping and flying in the wind. I thought that was hilarious. This wasn't for me. All right. Because they I'm a tough were, critic. They were building this this up. Thanks, Kyle. <laughs> they were building this commercial up. I've never seen a commercial be built up before, by the way. And I actually thought it was pretty funny. The halftime show? The uh State Farm agent with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Neighbor. I'll put that three. The neighbor. Anud. I thought it was pretty A neighbor. She's in neighbor. Yeah, I thought uh, it was pretty You know, I, I love when they got the yeah. twins reference in there with Danny DeVito. Yeah. It it's good. your neighbor. 
It, it, it was good. It was not. My, I'm going probably five on that one. It was built you up. You think a there's better out there? Honestly, I thought his interview with Jimmy Fallon about it, hyping it up, where he's like, <laughs> it's a it's a movie that we're gonna premiere, and and they showed like a two second clip, and and that like it, it was funny. You have to watch the interview, but that was funnier than the actual commercial. I thought it was funny that they were hyping up a commercial so much. Is it bad? I didn't really even notice the hype for the commercial. All right, this this one, I think. All right. This was in my actual, Hit us with it. This was my actual favorite commercial. Wow, influencing. Oh, the man. Paramount Plus Patrick Stewart and Tua commercial. I did like that. that it's number two for me. was hilarious. It was. I could not stop laughing. And Creed's here. I, yeah. <laughs> Can you take me higher? Just Chuck's <laughs> I can't throw a kid. I will. <laughs> it was funny. It I, was like funny. I actually watched that before endearing. the Super Bowl, I, but like I think I watched like that's a why I don't think it's it can't be it. number one for me because it's really not a Super Bowl commercial because I saw it. I did a week not, before. I did not know that it was. Yeah. That was the oh, first yeah. time I ever saw it, so I thought yeah. it was a normal. Super they were like, I. That's kind of one of the things I don't like about the internet. They're like, this is a Super Bowl commercial, and it's like four or five days before. I'm like. Oh, I, so I would have really I, liked I that really one live. That one, it is kind of bad. You should watch was, the longer version because the longer version is really funny. Yeah. That was the first time I saw it, so I was dying laughing because so I thought it's it was so hilarious. Good. Next one, uh, I have. Oh man, I have so many other ones that I noted. Okay, I thought this one was funny. The BMW Christopher Walken. I'm putting it five. I liked that one. <laughs> I think that that's a good joke that I find wholesome, but I'm going four. I just, th- I felt bad for him. I'm like, does he really live the life where people just impersonate him all day? It's funny bit. All right. Of course. I don't want to do this one because I, I almost want to say this one specifically because I know it's going to have to be Marshall's number one. Damn it. And he's nice. going to hate it. The MGM bet for Tom Brady commercial. <laughs> That's for everyone but Brady. Nice. Okay. I was holding out that Dunkin' Donuts was going to be so number one. My other Why ones, not? That one was great. Why is that not your five? I, I was going to mention it only because he's he did say it. But yeah. you can All put right, Dunkin'. Putting it in you can put Dunkin'. Dunkin' Boston. I did have Dunking. Dunkin'. Dunking Boston boys. Tom Brady was also apples? Tom Brady was also in that one. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I thought I that was. some honorable mentions. The Beyonce commercial was pretty funny. Okay, right. And she I dropped thought, two I songs. I forgot about that. The yes, the baby pickleball was kind of interesting. I what about the gum uh, gummy clusters? The I did not gummy see clusters that. I didn't where see they pull the lever and sure, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. clusters come down like the water and the, the guy bathroom. and the lady in the chair. Yeah, I exactly. thought the Starry commercial where the guy with uh, what's her face uh, Ice Spice. Was it Ice Spice? Yeah, that's the girl. All I know is I didn't think much of the commercial until the head popped up. Until the head, <laughs> he started crying, and it was so weird. I think it was supposed to be a play on like when Drake's head expanded and he was drinking Sprite. Remember the oh. iconic Sprite commercial, the last name greatest, first name. You know what I mean? Or no? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You'll just have the Marino, the Marino M and M's like a spray naked boy, ain't nothing to play with. I thought the Marino M&M's commercial, they just had a couple, like, little digs at people that I thought was I didn't mind that, yeah. The only what other a, one I had on here was the T-Mobile Jason Momoa. I didn't mind oh, Jason Momoa. I, but T-Mobile did, like, the magenta status, didn't they, where they had the auditions. There's Bradley Cooper. There's the Suits guys. The Suits guys, yep. yeah. There's a few other people doing these auditions uh, to get magenta status. That was kind of funny. Speaking of zero-sum earlier, let's talk about Jason Momoa and that he said, I will never... Be in a movie that wants to win an Oscar. 
He's like, I want to make movies that are fun, that me and my friends can watch and have popcorn and talk about and laugh. And I'm like, Respect. that's so cool. Respect. That's right. what he's done so far. Different field goal posts that people are kicking through in the acting world, just like you were talking about earlier with the he's old zero sum. We're going full circle he's here, He's taking Kyle. the easy 25-yarders. Totally. He ain't going for it. So you didn't like the couch potatoes. Couch potatoes. The couch was potatoes was fine. It was all right. All right, fine. How about, um, do you have anything moderately interesting? Wow, I'll have to be pretty concise here because we've been we've been rolling here. But let's look at this. Isn't even that good? This isn't even that good. We could skip it. Do you want to skip it? No, we won't skip it. Don't, <laughs> don't be mean. Horse. I will, I... Just kidding. <laughs> Super Bowl one debuted in what <laughs> year? Fucking shit in right. right now. <laughs> Do you guys know what year this first Super Bowl was in? Just by chance. 1960 something. 1962. Okay, you guys don't know anything about football. 67, you fools. I Hey, I knew it was in the 60s. Yeah, you're smart. All right, I take it back. I take the it back. The Packers won. I put I built a little table just like of all the Super Bowls. MVP. We're we're, all, we're at whatever the heck it is. We just watched 57 or 58 or what? 64. Wait, what did you just say? What, what did we watch? No, we watched 57. That's 57. It was 58. It was, it was 58. 58. Yes. No. Yeah, because there was a meme going around of like, Let's just it's start Super this Bowl over. 58. Right. It was Super right. Bowl 58. If I have no, if, do I have to Five watch the other? Five 13. Taylor Swift has 13 albums. Do I have to watch the first 57 to understand what's going on? 87 minus 56 is the number that Taylor Swift for ages. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor Swift, there's a red flag. She's got ice bites in her locker room. Okay, you guys. All right, continue with your good. mildly this interesting. <laughs> yeah, let's go back to something more interesting. Super Bowl II. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't the Packers win that one, too? Ooh, mean. Um, anyway, what, what was I talking about? So I tallied up some numbers. Uh, <laughs> I'm really close to ending this show. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> you cracked me up. No, 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 no. Please, 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 please finish. Come on, please go. I'm interested. Are you? Yes. I, I am, but I, you're I, saying I that you're going to be concise, and you're like, well. Please, 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 please. This is a difficult segment to do quickly because I had to explain the context. Go ahead. Just do it. We're all here for I, it. We're not all all if our listeners, by the way, have gotten an hour and 13 into this yeah, at this point. They're not going, not listening because yeah. it's an hour and 26 when we finish. <laughs> yeah, so, so come on, just do it. We love you. All seven of you are great. <laughs> You're so cool. We're really stalling. I can't believe this is happening. Uh, anyway, the, I tallied up some numbers uh, just to basically create the averages and the max numbers and the min numbers and the differences and so on for all the scores and historical Super Bowls. and um, You know, it was just kind of... Uh, I, what I wanted to do was uh, compare it to some uh, scores for the season, but that proved to be too much of a time investment for what I <laughs> actually had. <sighs> um, I, but actually, I could be pretty close. I could be pretty close. Because the. You, You're my favorite person right now. <laughs> my mic is muted. Okay, okay, okay. Fair, 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 fair. Okay, so how many? What do you think are the average points scored uh, for in a game this year? This the season? Super Bowl games. We're only looking at oh, Super Bowl. Twenty-two points. Twenty-seven. Okay, so the winners' average score and the losers' average score and the average difference. I have numbers for you those. Okay, for all the so the winners are probably averaging Bowls. 
31. No, they're going to be lower than that. There's been some low-scoring games in there. I'm going to say the, the the winning averages is 28. Oh, what a great difference that was. It's 30. You guys are so oh. good at this. I'm proud of you. Fuck you. Closer. Fuck you. <laughs> You're so wrong. It's three points less. <laughs> All right, give us the loser's points. We guessed that earlier. The loser. I said 22. Okay, the uh, the losing score on average uh, over the last 58 years. Holy cow, 15. that's a long time. 15. 15? You guessed 15? Sure. Go ahead. What do you guess? 22. 16 points. Oh! Yeah! Yeah! you you idiot, Ian. Which means, I mean, I find it interesting that on average, the Super Bowl is won by two touchdowns. That is pretty nuts. For We've had very close games. A lot of them. I feel like that surprised me. Did the Broncos getting blown up by the Seahawks skew this a little bit here? The biggest blowout in NFL history. Do you have a guess? It's got to be that one, isn't it? If it's not that one, I don't know which one it is. Broncos getting blown out by the Seahawks has got to be it. Uh, As it happens. That's like, what, 48, 47? That was uh, Broncos getting blown out by the Seahawks. They lost 43 to 8, a 35-point difference. That's got to be it. It's not. What? You were right about the Broncos, though. The biggest blowout in Super Bowl history was 1990. The Niners blew out the Broncos 55 to 10. Wow. 45 point difference. That's the biggest in the history is, of the where, where, game. Is that the, what's the number two then? Was I at least on number two? Uh, there was another game. The Cowboys blew out the Bills in 1993. Oh. Uh, by 35 points, 52 to 17. Poor Bills. Bills. <laughs> so basically it's a tie for a second. No, it's not, actually. Second place is 1986. The Bears blew out the Patriots, 46 to 10, for a 36-point difference. That's the only Bears Mankica. Super Bowl win, isn't it? Yeah. Just at a glance, Mankica. I am looking at the Super Bowls in the era before our births. The differences were Those are some generally greater. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at the differences in our era. Those are closer games. Those are games. You, a lot, of, a lot of single digit differences. Do you think that's due to? Wow, there's too many factors. Never mind. I don't want to go down that road. I don't freaking know, man. There's way too many differences probably between the. I think old it's days. due to the ozone layer. Huh? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No, yeah. it's due to. Taylor Swift. Mountain Dew having Baja Blast available oh, for everybody. God, yeah, yeah, I love that, by the way. So the Niners mm-hmm. actually do have the record no, for the highest scoring it's football, due to, 55 points. It's due to Taylor Swift's massive carbon footprint. Oh, Only two teams have ever scored 50-plus. Cowboys and Niners yeah, in the 90s. She, she flew two right, we need over. To stop. <laughs> Kyle, keep going. Two teams ever have scored only three points. One in recent memory. Rams. The Dolphins did way back when they lost to the to the Cowboys, is but the, the Rams only scored. Wow, this is the Patriots. Kyle, the Patriots. Ian is like yeah. killing some of these. That was the Patriots. He's pretty consistent you, you, in getting you know, these facts. It's like you watch the Super Bowl every single year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we didn't take a Super Bowl off. Yeah, I do tend to. It does tend to be one of my favorite sporting events. It needs to be on Saturday though for winning scores, or we just need to have Monday off. The number that occurs the most frequently. 35. 27. No. 30. 30 
I'm taking his 27. 28! 28! Okay, go. We'll go back to Winning score, the most common winning score, the most frequent occurrence is 31. Fuck, I was, I was, I was, oh no, I was going to go that way. I legitimately was going to say 31. Six times. Kyle, hit Six us with times. the other one. Oh. The most commonly occurring losing oh, wait, score. Wait, 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 17, 17. 10. I'm going 17. That's a, that's a freaking good guess. Which one? Uh, Let's see. <laughs> You, so you guess 10 and you guess 17. You are literally the definition of a loading screen on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 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 okay. These are good guesses. Let me count them up. Three. You guys are amazing. Four. They're tied for first. Oh! <laughs> eight times. Anyone The who losing got... team has scored 10 and eight times the losing team scored 17. Right. Anyone wow. who got 120 or 120 minutes. I'm so sorry. An hour and 20 minutes into the pod for that moment. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. That's, Actually, good. That's thank a good you. place then. You guys are really good at this. I'm proud of you. Any uh, last things you need to talk about, guys? Y'all know ball. We got to do the picks. Oh, um, let's move on to our... Lock of the week. Our lock of the week is the game that we guarantee will win. Uh, not that they won't lose, Kyle, but that they will win. Who do you I'm guys so got? I'm so glad there was no ties. This <laughs> <season>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that next year. I think I'm going to – I Just kidding. <laughs> I was, I'm going to go with Marshall because he gets his stake next week. Yeah. Oh, that's a good lock. Yeah. That's a good lock. Yep. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to the people that are still listening to our pod. And more importantly – I want to give a shout out to the people that every week send us stuff that are uh, invested in it. I got two good friends mm-hmm. that I get to do this with By every stuff, week. You mean money and candy and treats and stuff. I get to come in here and podcast about football and, you know, 20 people message us and talk about the show and it's a blast. I really enjoy it. And thank you listeners. I'm looking forward to doing it again next year. I love and our viewers. I'll tell you this right now. We're all going to have something different next year for our segment. We're, we did this as a kind of a test this year of like how to run our show a little differently. We appreciate you guys' feedback. Yeah. And we're going to have some different segments next year. And we're really excited because the most important thing that we're doing next year is. How much? I want to thank you for listening to the podcast. Thank you for listening to the point after. Send it to your friends, your family, your loved ones, the people you hate. The people that are just average. Wow. We thank you for sending it to them. You know, they average people need to listen to podcasts as well. And yeah. What else was I gonna talk about? Love you. Love y'all. I have a really big headache from all the Coca-Cola I drank yesterday. I'm going to let this music roll out of the way. It's really a good ending. Yeah, put the headphones back on, Ian. Yeah, I did take them off. How do you you think about this as a segment name? Wildly interesting. Pod gone wild. (laughs) I I love that. Oh, Oh, there it is. Ah, so peaceful. Shout out to those Niners, Kamish.